You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah, my Lord and my God. Isn't it good to serve the Lord? Isn't it good to dwell upon His faithfulness? Isn't it good to have a God that can be depended on? A God that can be relied on. A God that does not have any record of failure. That's the God we serve. And so this evening I want to bring you a message from my book, The Supernatural Immunity. Glory to God. So we're going to talk about supernatural immunity in the midst of this virus. Yes? How many people have seen this book before? All right. Yeah. We have some more books to write. It's been a long time. So we're going to look at the subject of supernatural immunity uh, as as the world is in a frenzy. Sometimes I feel that this thing is blown out of proportion. Especially when you look at the number of people that die of influenza and you compare that to the number of people that have died of this virus. Come on, put things into perspective. Glory to God. But there's a spirit that is riding upon this virus. And that's what we want to confront today. Now, I'm not saying you should be careless. And irresponsible, God expects you to be responsible. All right? Basic hygiene will keep you. All right? So, but I'm telling you, the enemy operates by fear. He uses fear to terrorize people and to keep people under bondage. And so, uh, I want you to see from the Word of God. That this is not your portion. Okay. Yes. It is not your portion and you're not going to live under fear. If you continue to listen to the media, it does not build your faith. If you listen to the media more than the word of God, more than God, your faith will fly out of the window. And if your faith is gone, you cannot access supernatural immunity. Because for you to walk in supernatural immunity, you need faith. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Are you getting me? Yes. So, um, you need to listen to God more. Yeah. Listen to God more because... When you listen to God, it builds faith in you. But when you listen to the enemy, it builds fear into you. Just like faith comes by hearing, fear comes by hearing. Fear comes by hearing. So there's a natural preparation you need to put in place, but then there's a spiritual preparation. I am focusing on the spiritual preparation. All right? Uh, one of the things I notice about Christians is that they like to wait until there's a crisis before they build their faith. 
It's like you waiting until you catch a flu. Then you want to, you know, they say prevention is better than cure. You've heard that before, right? Yes. So it's, it's less expensive for you to prevent than to cure. It is easier for you to prevent than to cure. Not that there's no cure, but it is just better. It's wiser. And that's why sometimes the doctor will tell you, you know, avoid this, avoid that. Uh, this is not good for you. This is not good for you. I was having a, a, a certain condition and, you know, I prayed, I, I, you know, I spoke, I decreed the word of God. I just, I did all I could. And I was speaking to Doc one day and I said, look, I'm just, I don't know what is going on here. You know what he said to me? Why don't you just go off dairy? Now, I love my cheese. Yeah, I love my cheese. My cheese is a very close buddy. We've been together for many years. From when I was a kid, I would never, I could never have enough of cheese. And he said, go off dairy. I mean, can you imagine what that was for me? I, I felt it was wicked to even suggest that. What kind of wickedness is this? I love this thing. I enjoy it. We, we know each other. We've known each other for many years, for decades. We've known each other. Then now, all of a sudden, I should divorce this. Sure. Oh, no. So, I didn't listen to him. You know, like some of you don't listen to doctors, right? So, I didn't listen to him. I said, I'm a man of faith. Come on, faith and power. I believe in the Word of God. And I decree and I declare. I speak as a king in God's kingdom. That this condition, come on. The more I spoke, the worse the things got. Shoo. Yes. Then one day I just said, maybe I should try. With no prayer, no faith, no declaration, nothing. nothing. I just stopped. I just took that out and boom, I'm fine. Somebody say prevention is better than cure. Yeah, I could be taking that and I was taking all kinds of medication every time, you know. My stomach was always turning upside down. You know, I take Imodium, then I take Boscopan, then I take, you know, I'm taking all these things all the time. Meanwhile, all I needed was to prevent it. That's all I needed. So after that, each time I see cheese and I look at him, I say, you wicked man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Especially when I, see, when I see him having dairy and I can't. And, I, and I'm like, oh, this is not fair. 
But guess what? I like it, but my body doesn't. So what do I have to do? Just obey. Amen. So spiritually, if you want to boost your immune system, there are certain things you need to start eating or stop eating. Are you getting my point? Yeah. You need to stop feeding on fear. Stop feeding your spirit with things that will neutralize your faith. Stop feeding your spirit with things that will weaken your immune system. And start feeding on the Word of God. Turn with me to the book of Psalm chapter 91. This book is based on Psalm 91. I'll just pick a few verses there. Hmm? From verse 1 it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Alright? So do you know that there is a place in the Spirit called the secret place of the Most High? It is a spiritual place. It's a place where there is absolute, foolproof protection. If you are in that place, nothing can touch you. All right? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. I will trust in God. I don't know about you, but I will put my trust in my God. I don't know about your God, but I know my God. And I put my trust in Him. He says, surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the Father and from the perilous pestilence. Can you see that? That word perilous pestilence. This is speaking of massive death. So God has already given you the word to preserve you and to keep you from massive death. A friend of mine was showing me a video from China. They were just, they ran out of body bags. And I saw children. They are putting three children in one bag. And he said, what they're telling us is different. These are people on the ground, missionaries on the ground. There. But guess what? He shall keep you. Amen. Come on, say, God shall keep me. Shall yeah, he shall keep you from perilous pestilence. Yeah, perilous pestilence, if you read that word, it, it means massive death by disease. Massive death by disease. That's there in your Bible to protect you. God has already seen ahead of time. And then he gave you something to build your faith. Are you getting my point? 
So don't wake up in the morning. Oh my God, I sneezed yesterday. Oh my God, what am I going to do now? Come on. Huh? Because you sneezed? Maybe I've got it. Now, when you start having faith more in coronavirus than in the Word of God, guess what? Then you get what you believe for. Is that what you want? No. That's not what we want. I thank God for His Word. The Word has given us everything that we need. The things that pertain to life and to godliness. All things that pertain to life and godliness are here in this book. And if you will feed upon His Word, you have what it takes to face whatever it is that comes your way. Amen? So, the perilous pestilence is going to be far from you. And it, 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 it can be corona today, tomorrow it can be something else. The, the other, it can be something else. God has you covered. Amen. God has you covered. So don't be moved. Don't walk. Don't live in fear. Practice basic hygiene. Keep yourself pure. Prevent. Do everything physical that you can do to prevent. But then... Put your faith in God. Put your faith in God because God, your God has the power. He has given, in fact, the name of Jesus is above every name, including Corona. Corona is below the name of Jesus. If God has exalted him and given, an, given him a name above every name, as long as that thing has a name, Jesus is above it. But you need to meditate on the Word of God. You need to feed your faith with the Word of God. I remember years ago, reading about John G. Lake. There was a, there was a plague in South Africa. I don't remember the name. But from the description, it sounded something like Ebola. Because, you know, people were just dying. If, if spittle from that person touches you, then you got it. And, you know, things, people were dying. And John G. Lake was helping them, helping the nurses. Even the nurses were dying. And John G. Lake was, was, was helping them. And, they, you know, and guess what? Now, don't do that, okay? But he was doing it without protection. So they asked John G. Lake, what? what? You're going to die. He said, no, I'm not going to die. And then he now told them to take spittle from someone who is infected and to put it on his skin and look at it under the microscope. And they did that. The moment this thing dropped on him, it was moving, moving, then it just it died. It died. So they ask him, how do you explain this? Do you know his explanation? Romans chapter 8 verse 2. 
He's, it says, there is therefore... Huh? No, verse 1 says there is therefore no condemnation. Then verse 2 says, um, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So he told them, he said to them, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus is at work in my body. And this law is greater than the law of sin and death. The law that is causing this death is powerless and it cannot survive in my body because there's a higher law that is at work in my body. Come on. Hallelujah. This is a historical fact. So if it happened then, how about today? Do you have faith? Do you believe in God? Do you believe that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is at work in you? Or do you believe more in the law of sin and death? Anything that produces death is a product of sin. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm immune. I don't know about you. I want to walk in supernatural immunity. So, I'm, I'm stirring your faith. And I'm also helping you not to be ruled by fear. You know what fear means? F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. That's fear. False evidence appearing real. So, the enemy is a master at that. That's how the enemy rules. That's how he rules people. That's how he rules nations. That's how he rules lives using the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. Fear is not an emotion. It produces an emotion, but the real thing about fear is that it is a spirit. It is a spirit. Sometimes you can just get up and you're just afraid. Nothing happened. You're just afraid. How many people have been there? You've experienced that? Come on, wave your hands. Let me see that you're normal, okay? Yes. Yeah. You just wake up. Okay. What if something happens? And then you are concerned. Hmm? And it's even worse if you are a control freak. Because you want to control everything and you cannot control everything. You cannot control people's decisions. You cannot control the outcome of people's lives. You cannot. You, there are things you cannot control because what? You are not God. Hallelujah. So, look at, let's, let's, let's read, I want to uh, skip, skip to verse 7 of uh, Psalm 91. He says, A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but each shall not come near you. Come on, say, that's, that's me. Say, that's my testimony. Right. A thousand may fall on your side, 
and 10,000 at your right hand. In other words, a thousand may fall dead on your side, and 10,000 fall dead on your right hand side. But it says, don't be afraid. It will not come near you. Come on, say it will not come near me. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what that's that's the word of God. That's the word of God. So you need to put your faith in scriptures like this. Rather than that in what the sensational people. Do you know that people are benefiting from what is going on? This is the time some people are becoming multimillionaires. Yeah. Because the more sensational it is, the more some people are benefiting. Just try to look for a mask. (laughs) And you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or just simple sanitizer. Go into the shop and look for hand sanitizer. You, you, You won't find it. Come on. So it doesn't matter the price. People are going for it. People are paying for it. So the sensation is for the benefit of some people. It pays some people. Go and check how many people have died of uh, TB. In the last year. Check that. Sorry? In a year. One, 1.5 million. Okay. In a year. Malaria. 5 million people died of malaria in the last year. Why is, it, why is there no sensation about that? Come on, say perspective. And how many people have died of corona? Huh? 5,000. Okay, 6,000. All right. As we speak. The, 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 the data is being updated every, every few minutes. Yes, as we speak. But, but look at things, look at things, and, 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 I, and I want you to apply your mind. And don't be caught in the frenzy and the hype. Hallelujah. Put things into perspective. And this is not to say you should be careless. But it's just to say don't be fearful. Let not your heart be troubled. That's what Jesus told them in, in, in John 14. Isn't, isn't it? In John 14, he says, let not your heart be troubled. So in the midst of this, come on, say, let not my heart be troubled. Believe in God and also believe in Jesus. Yeah. So Jesus saw that there's going to be a time like this. And so he said to us, don't let your heart be troubled. Why? Because your heart, if allowed, is going to be troubled. By the time it hears some information, oh oh my God, your blood pressure starts, you know, starts rising. 
Come on. You have been called to walk in supernatural immunity. In supernatural immunity. As a matter of fact, there is a covenant that God made with you to that effect. And that's why, and the word immunity, let me, let me read it from, you know, from this amazing author. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So the word immunity, 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 there are different aspects to it. Okay? Number one, it means freedom or exemption from obligation. All right? That is to be exempted from observing the rights or duties of the church or whatever. That's uh, according to Webster's Dictionary. Okay? Then it also means exception, exemption from any charge, duty, office, tax, or imposition. It is speaking of a particular privilege. All right? So immunity, when it applies to the area of health, like here now, we won't apply it to health. When it applies to the area of health, we use it, and it has to do with resistance to disease. Okay? Someone with a strong immune system will usually be less prone to infections and sickness than those with a weak immune system. There are foods that make you more resistant to disease. And you can find out from the doctor. There are some doctors in the house. Just ask them, what should I eat? I was listening to a virologist talking about this virus. He, just said, he said, look, if you can raise the pH in your body, it is also going to help you. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are things that do that. Yeah. Immunity also has to do with protection. Not only resistance, but it has to do with protection. By immunity, one can be protected from different things. This has to do with freedom. There are cases of people being immune from prosecution. All right? In some countries, you cannot take high government officials to court while they are in office because of immunity. Did you realize that? Okay, yes. So until they are out of office, it is difficult to take them to the court of law, even if they commit an offense. Because there is an immunity that protects them. And of course, exemption means they are exempt from certain obligations by reason of their position or office. For instance, a diplomat is not expected to pay tax in the country which he or she is serving. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, the American diplomats don't pay SARS. They don't, they don't, they're not, they're not allowed. They, they're exempt by the Geneva Convention. They have diplomatic immunity. 
Why? They are paying tax in their country. They cannot pay tax yet. It's double taxation. Hallelujah. So we're talking about supernatural immunity. There is supernatural resistance that will come into your body. Amen. Hallelujah. I declare that over you. Yes. I release supernatural immunity over your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That every virus that touches your body dies. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I speak also protection over you. So not just resistance, supernatural resistance, but supernatural protection over your life. By reason of this divine immunity, you are protected. In the name of Jesus. Release that over your life. I declare that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I declare exemption over your life as well. Yes, exemption. You are exempt. If everybody is going through it, you don't have to go through it. Somebody say, my case is different. Because I have supernatural immunity. Hallelujah. Yes. So your case is different and you have supernatural immunity. So you are exempt. You are exempt. Even if the whole land is covered by it. Guess what? By supernatural immunity, you are exempt. You are exempt. We serve a real God. And if you don't hear things like this, you won't develop faith to walk in it. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So I don't know about you. It's time for me to celebrate. It's time for you to celebrate your immunity. Supernaturally. Yes. So the enemy should not harass you. Don't allow the spirit of fear. I mean, I have a friend that is panicking. And this guy, I mean, he started panicking like from last year. When this thing just started. He's already started panicking. And I'm like, how are you going to survive? So I don't know how he is right now. But I'm sure he is somewhere up there now. <laughs> yeah. Because he'll be having... When you, when, you, when you start panicking like that, guess what? You start having dreams. You, have, you start having those dreams to confirm your panic. And just wake up. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. Oh my God. This thing, this thing is going to wipe away the population of the earth. This thing. You know, there's a lot of conspiracies now that are flowing as a result of this. All of that is part of the enemy's strategy to rule by fear. 
Yeah. Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And you walk in the love of God. You don't need to be afraid. That fear that is, is gripping people <laughs> is not going to control you. It will, it will pass over you. Hallelujah. It will pass over you. Hallelujah. Yes. So Corona with his crown. Huh? You have your own crown. And Corona has to bow to your crown. You are a king in God's kingdom. You have a crown on your head. Hallelujah. And I don't care the crown that Corona is carrying. It has to bow in the name of Jesus. If you are listening to me and you are a child of God, there is a crown upon your head. And, you know, crown against crown. Oh, my. The higher one has to bow. Hallelujah. The higher one has to bow. So because of that, my people, don't allow fear to settle in your heart. Don't allow the spirit of fear to get into your home, to get into your life, to get into your heart, to get into your office, to get into your campus. Where, wherever you are, don't allow it. Make up your mind and say no. My case is different. Why? Because I have supernatural immunity. I have resistance, supernatural resistance. I have supernatural protection, and I have supernatural exemption. Amen. Hallelujah. Those three aspects of immunity are activated in your life right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit down here and allow the enemy to just begin to, you know, rule and, and cripple people. Cripple their faith. Where is the God of Israel? The same one that made a distinction between the Israelites in Goshen and the Egyptians. Come on. That's exemption. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Exodus. Let's look at Exodus Exodus chapter 8, there were several times the Lord made a distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. The Israelites dwelt in the land of Goshen, all right? The land of Goshen was theirs, and, and God, when he was judging the nation of Egypt, look at verse 28. 23. Now, at this time, there were flies all over. I don't know how many of you can tolerate flies. I, I don't like them. I know God made them, but I don't like them. They are okay being far away from me. But when they come too close, huh? There's a place, there's a city I went to years ago. And I tell people, 
in northern Nigeria that they assign 1,000 flies to you when you get into that city. <laughs> Hi! You, ev you every corner, everywhere, they just, everywhere. I said, what is this? Am I in Egypt or what? So that was what was happening in Egypt. I could imagine in Egypt, maybe someone is just talking, oh, a fly enters his mouth. <laughs> you know, in abundance of flies. You are trying to, 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 to make some food. Flies enter into it. Huh? I know, it's protein. <laughs> there are some countries where they fry them. Yeah. Special fly delicacy. What is that? Huh? That is that is not okay. So the whole of Egypt was was full swarms of flies. But look at verse 23. All right. No, but let's read from verse 22. It says and in that day I will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell. Come on. Come on. This is the day that the Lord will set apart your house from the house of your neighbor. This is the day that the Lord will set apart your family from the family next door. This is the day that the Lord will set apart your life from the life next door. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And God is speaking. I will, I will set them apart. Okay? And he says, And no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. So, flies everywhere else in Egypt except in Goshen. Amen. So, where you live is Goshen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Where you live is Goshen. I declare your home a Goshen. Amen. I declare your family a Goshen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Then verse, verse, verse 23, he says, come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. He says, I will make a distinct, a dif difference, sorry, between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this sign shall be. Hallelujah. Say immunity. God will make a difference. You can't. Put yourself in the same category with people who don't have any covenant with God. You can't put yourself in the same category that with people that don't know God. You shouldn't. Come on, hit your chest. Say, my case is different. Hallelujah. That's God. That's your God. So you should speak to your body. Tell your body you are different. 
You are immune. Speak resistance to your body. Hallelujah. Speak protection to your body. Speak exemption to your body. And to your home. And to your environment. Wherever you move. You carry, do you know that you carry an environment with you? Yeah, you carry. You, you, you don't know that? Go ask occultic people. They'll tell you. Yeah. When you walk in, there's something you carry. You might not see it, but I'm telling you. You're carrying the presence of God. You're carrying the glory of God. And this is what gives me confidence many times. To go into places. And I just know I'm covered. Hallelujah. If God is sending you somewhere, guess what? He's been there before you. (laughs) He's been there before you. He's gone ahead of you. He has made the crooked path straight. So when you pray for your children, when your children are going to school, lay hands on them. And speak over their lives. And say, I speak supernatural immunity over you. In the name of Jesus. Lay your hands over them. I speak resistance to you. Speak it over them. I speak protection over you. Speak it over them. I speak exemption over you. Even if the whole class caught it, it's going to jump over you. Speak it to your children. Hallelujah. Those days when our kids were small, Every morning before going to school, we'll lay hands on them and speak over them. Speaking, speaking, speaking. You have authority. If you don't use it, nobody's going to use it for you. Huh? Nobody's going to use it for you. Let me tell you, there are things that prayer will do, but there are things that you will do. Okay? So, You can pray about things, but there are certain things you decree. You speak it in the name of Jesus. You walk into that office, take charge over that atmosphere. I don't care what what has transpired. The moment you come in, you need to bring heaven into that office. Because the kingdom of God has come once you arrive. Carry that consciousness with you. Because you are carrying Goshen with you. Hallelujah. You are carrying it with you. Goshen is no more just one geographical spot. It's now mobile. (laughs) Hallelujah. So that's why you can carry, you can enjoy supernatural immunity. You can carry the presence of God. And you don't allow the spirit of fear 
to settle in your heart. If you hear it in one ear, let it go out in the other one. Okay? Don't allow it to settle down. Just tell it there's no vacancy here. Sorry. Go out. (laughs) Come on. Do this. Yeah. In, out. In, out. In, out. Yeah, that's how you need to treat some of the information that people are peddling. Because sometimes you can't help but hear what they're saying. But just show it the way out. Hallelujah. The only thing I want to settle in is the Word of God. If anything, take Psalm 91 and read it. Read it again and again and again. And speak it over your life. Speak it over your family. Hallelujah. That way, you're going to activate supernatural immunity in your life. God is good. Hallelujah. Have you received something? Come on. let's, let's, Let's begin to bless the Lord. I want you to just stretch your hands. Come on. Tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. I received. Supernatural immunity. Yes. Yes. I receive. I receive supernatural immunity. In the name of Jesus. A thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Declare it. Speak it over your life. Declare it. Yes. God makes a difference between you and those that don't worship Him. God makes a difference between you and those that are not in covenant with Him. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. Mighty God. We give you glory. We give you praise. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, praise, and honor. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. We're going to declare Psalm 91. Even as we close, I want you to have faith because I know that this is the Word of God. Amen? Amen? This is the Word of God. When I read one verse, you read the next one. Okay, it's going to be on the screen. Okay. All right. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall come 
You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near you. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample on the foot. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Come on. Give the Lord praise. Glory, glory, glory. Father, we thank you. We bless you. I speak and I release even through the airwaves. Lord God, to everyone that is watching or listening on podcasts, Lord, I release and I declare, I declare supernatural immunity over your people in the name of Jesus. Let faith rise. Let faith rise. Let fear go. I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. I speak, O Father, to every cell in their bodies. Lord God, I speak and I declare immunity. Let viruses die. Let diseases die when they come in contact with these ones. In the name of Jesus, let gems die when they come in contact with these ones. I declare that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory. I give you praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Now, if you're here and you're not born again, I want to give you the opportunity. Just raise your hand. I'll pray for you. You want to receive Jesus into your heart. I'm telling you, if you are not born again, you cannot enjoy supernatural immunity. This is only available to those who have been washed by the blood of Jesus. It's only available to those who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. I don't see any hand. Okay, let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Let's declare the church that I see. Mighty God, mighty God. The church that I see. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Now say this after me. The church that I see is a church of authority, power, and influence. A church so large in size that this city and nation cannot ignore it. A church growing so quickly that buildings struggle to contain the increase. I see a church whose earnest heartfelt praise and worship touches heaven and changes earth. Worship which releases the glory, which releases healing power, which releases deliverance and prophecy. I see a church whose altars are constantly filled with repentant sinners responding to Christ's call to salvation and eager to forsake all to follow Jesus. The church that I see has a message that is embodied by people who are committed to living by the Holy Scriptures in all aspects. I see a people so kingdom-minded that they will count whatever the cost and pay whatever the price to see revival and reformation engulf this land. I see a church that is so significant in impacting the marketplace and producing captains of industries, statesmen and women, bringing the kingdom of God into every sphere of life. I see a church that is so well resourced with finances, properties, creativity, abilities, blessings, and favor that it is able to fulfill every God-given vision. I see a church that is so generous that this world finds it hard to understand. I see a church that is effective in establishing powerful spiritual altars that serve as portals for heaven to invade the earth. I see a people that are able to accurately operate from the heavenly realms, establishing jurisdictions on the earth and legislating God's will, bringing the government of heaven into every dimension of human life. I see a church that is strong and powerful, able to inflict permanent damage to the powers of hell. The church that I see 
is walking, is is walking in the powers of the age to come and confounding principalities and powers by extraordinary demonstrations by extraordinary demonstration of divine wisdom. Of divine wisdom. I, see I see a church that is so blessed that, is so blessed that, the, whole city that the whole city and nation and, and generation is impacted by that blessing. I see a church whose increasing passion for the lost is unquenchable. A church that is effective in raising disciples who are totally yielded to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and transforming society. I see a church whose passionate love for God and people is so tangible and irresistible that every power of evil and hate are forced to surrender. I see a church that is walking in the highest attainable level of intimacy with God. A church, a church that knows God, that knows God face to face. Face to face. I see a church, I see a church that is powerful, that is powerful, unstoppable, unstoppable, and glorious, and glorious with undeniable, with undeniable, undocumentable, undocumentable manifestation, of the glory of God. Of the glory of God. The church that I see, the church that I see is able, is able to break the bread of life to break the bread of life and positively and positively reach every household reach every household in this city in this city with the gospel of the kingdom of with god the gospel of the kingdom i of see god. a church i see a church whose head is jesus whose head is jesus whose help is the holy spirit whose help is the holy spirit and whose focus is the great commission and whose focus is the great commission yes Yes. The church that I see, that I see could, well be our church. could well be our church. Every nation Midran. Every nation Midran. From Midran, From Midran to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. Glory, glory. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.